Hello everybody and welcome to WCCF Tech Podcast. <coughs> no, every fucking time. At least I'm not coughing as much as I was. Um, right, we're recording just after the big news has hit the GTA 6 leak, so we'll obviously start with that. GTA 6 has leaked. A big leak. Could be from, yeah. a, from a hacker. I still partly think it's probably due down to the fact that Rockstar treat their employees like shit and somebody's decided to leave something open or leak something out. Who knows? Um, but it seems like oh. a lot of the previous rumours are true. Set in Vice City. Female and male protagonists, which everybody's already whining like fuck about. We've got a woman! Oh no, it's woke! Shut up, you silly morons. And yeah. um, and people are whining about the way it looks. Obviously, they don't understand what a leak is. I mean, I'm not here yeah. to defend games companies. Yeah. I do not defend games companies unless they're like Creative Assembly. Because Creative <laughs> Assembly... Or Ryoko Kotoku Studio. Yeah. Because Yakuza. But other than them, the rest of them can just all burn in hell until they prove that they're worth it. But it's a leak. It's early footage. It's not going to look like that when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, well, actually, there are a, a, you know in a couple in a couple of those medias, uh, you can already tell it's going to look good. Like uh, there is, you know, some footage from a nightclub where it's properly lit. You know, the, yeah. the lighting seems correct and it already <laughs> looks pretty good. Yeah, but so. it, to, it, it looks decent enough. I, I mean, I've always got the issue around GTA, the fact that it's going far too much on the realism side of things. I do wish they'd bring a bit... It's in Vice City, so that's a positive. But it's like the modern, you know, this is realistic looking GTA, but set in Vice City. I want the old Vice City. I want the one where you've got the neon lights and, you know, the 80s. You've got the best yeah. soundtrack of any GTA game. Get a bit of Blondie on there and, you know, whatever else. Or a bit of was V-Rock. It, yeah. Was it Tommy, Tommy Vercetti or what was it, the name of the protagonist? Tommy Vercetti, yeah. Yes. Tommy Vercetti, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I enjoyed that. I mean, Vice City is still my favourite GTA yeah. By far, agree. so I much, agree. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's not the same rock star. It's, but it, there's no chance it could be the same rock star. People move on. People, you know, people get murdered by how bad of a developer they are to their stuff. <laughs> so. um, no. You know, it's interesting uh, because. Uh, it's not just videos that have leaked, but um, apparently uh, the hacker also got a hold of uh, about 10,000 uh, lines of the source code. So that's probably an even bigger deal, uh, even bigger issue for Rockstar than the videos. Yeah. So, it's you know, just some everybody. Are... <laughs> there's going to be some lawsuits happening in the near future. Mm. Oh, that's for yeah. sure, but, you know, uh, for. Uh, Oh, no, just on the media that are publishing it. (laughs) The question is, um, are these, you know, are these leaks, especially the source code leak, going to cause a further delay 
you know, supportive um, for tournament. I doubt maybe. I would doubt it because they're not going to change anything major based on that. I can't see. I can't yeah. see why they would change anything. It's there's not much that people can do with the source code. It because wasn't it the cyberpunk source code that got leaked as well? Yeah, um, they said it was. They were the CDPR was hacked, but I don't think the code was ever made public. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they wanted people to buy. Uh, they put it up for sale, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe it was for ransom and CDPR yeah. paid for it so that it wouldn't. Leak. I think the only source code that really leaked was because I remember seeing it was the one for Gwent. The yeah. multiplayer card game. That was the only one. And, and Gwent didn't get delayed as a result of it. I can't see a delay happening. It was already out. But that's what I mean. It's like the early access, whatever, didn't get. But you know what I mean. It's like, it's yeah, not yeah. going to delay anything. They'd be stupid to delay anything because of it. Because it's not like they can change. They're going to change something fundamentally because the source code's been possibly stolen. Yeah. It's still far from release, so yeah, I don't, I don't think they will do. No, they will I go after the people. Be. They will go after the the people responsible, but I don't think the game I, will I, suffer much from this. I doubt they will I mean, get have, much out of that. I mean, I mean, you have you have characters with no textures in that video, so yeah, they can ruin anything that is not in the video, so. Yeah, I just don't. I wouldn't. I don't think there's going to be anything major come out of it. But that's me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Other than that, I mean, it's GTA. I've said what I think. I just I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be the ultra realistic GTA where I want it to be. You know, have a half and half, or you know, have a good blending. Because the last thing I need is it to be like how GTA 4 was where you're getting you're getting a phone call every 12 fucking minutes from your cousin. Hey, cousin! I want to go bowling! Fuck off! <laughs> that was GTA 4, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was GTA 4. Yeah. Yeah, I I, yeah, I just... When they went to the gritty realism, it's like GTA 4 was good, but when you've got your cousin, Roman, asking you to go to the fucking theme park or go bowling every 12 minutes, it's like, no, I'm trying to murder old grannies here. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, got more important things to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's yes. So, I don't know. Anything from you two on GTA? Not really. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, this happened uh, just uh, a couple of hours ago, so we had to, to mention it. But... Uh, there's not much more to it than what we discussed already. So, yeah. you know, uh, personally, uh, I would be surprised if uh, the game was not released by 2024 because uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, GTA 5 launched in 2013. So, yeah, it, it seems about right because yeah. Red Dead War 2018, 19? Yeah. 28. So. 2018. So yeah, 2024 makes about sense. Around five, six years between each game. Yeah. That sense to be the Rockstar way. So maybe we'll hear about it uh, even early next year 
We could I imagine it will get a. I imagine it'll be fake E3 next year when a big announcement's made. Yeah, I mean, Rockstar usually doesn't even use E3. They're just too big. You know, they just oh, need yeah. to drop a trailer yeah. on Rockstar Newswire and yeah, the yeah, internet's small. So, yeah. But it'll, yeah, you never know. E3, fake E3 may pay for the exclusive. Just so it's like, we're big again. Look at us. Yeah. So other than that, um, so that was the big news from today because we recorded it on Sundays. Other than that, there's been Tokyo Game Show where well, I'm saying we're going to be talking about video game this week. Bloody wow. hell! I know, oh, I know. So, I mean, the big news for me with Tokyo Game Show is there's more Ryo Gagatoku or Yakuza or Like a Dragon, whatever you want to call them games. Yeah, I'm happy. Happy Chris, happy happy Chris. Yeah, I, I like I I I've loved the Yakuza games for such a long yeah. for so long now. I I I'm I'm not happy with how much judgment costs to buy on the PC. It's like it's not full, but it's not full price. It's lost judgment. I think it's full price. Yeah, that's a it's bloody expensive to buy them both. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, true. That's what I mean. I want them both. It's like that's. I the was point. thinking about. I was thinking about getting the first one because I haven't played it yet. I do. But, I, play, uh, I played them. I just want them both on PC so <laughs> I can play them again. You know, I can. Uh, I can tell you that I've been, you know, enjoying it, and also, I like that it has a bit of a different vibe compared to regular Yakuza. You know, then it's more of a. Oh, have you? Did have you got it? Yeah, yeah, I got it and I've tested it on uh, on PC. So you know, it's. I can't believe you took that away from me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. You were busy. You're already busy, but it's, it's, uh, it's not too busy for judgment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, slant, oh dear. Oh dear. dear. Well. Well, I just uh, like you were saying, uh, lots of uh, Yakuza news. Actually, they've announced three games. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, first of all, it's a remake of Ishin, and uh, it's coming actually in February, so early next year. Me, and also, me. Interestingly, they are using the Unreal Engine for the first time. So uh, it, it doesn't seem like they have, uh, you know, decided to switch indefinitely to Unreal Engine. So I think the other two games are still on their Dragon Engine. But, uh, you know, this, I think they're using it as a sort of test bed to see if it's worth switching for good, you know, to the Unreal Engine. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and also... Um, there's a new uh, game about Kirio, right, Francesco? That's, yeah, uh, it's one with the longest name, uh, I think, in the series. It's called The Man Who Raised His Name. Which, to be honest, I don't know what this means, because I'm still working through the games, and I haven't played Yakuza 6 yet. 
So that's probably a reason for this. I don't, I don't know. But crazy. yeah, they say it's a, they, it feels more like a spin-off, that it's not going to be as big uh, as the mainline entries in the series. But yeah. it's going. It's going to be a. It's going to have the real time. The the action combat system of the previous yeah. Yakuza, and so they're not following with the with the seven and eight uh, turn based system. Anyway, mm-hmm. it, it will be interesting to see because they 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 stress how it's going to be different from uh, from yeah, everything think... they have in the series. I think it's supposed to kind of bridge the narrative. Yeah. Uh, or from Kiryu, six, you know. to, yeah, from yeah. six to eight, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, with, with eight, they're going to have, I think, both Ichin. Um, what was the name of the new? Ichiban, uh, yeah, Ichiban yeah. and Kiryu in the uh, in, a, Maybe, in yeah. Yakuza, like the Dragon Eight. Sorry, they changed the name. It's going to take a while to to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just about just when I became a fan of the series, I had to. Uh, see, that's where. See, I've been a fan for so long, and I'm used to it already. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the original name. I, I, I get yeah. that, and I get why they changed the name because I think. Well, spoiler alert! So, if you haven't played Yakuza, stop listening for like thirty seconds. Kiryu hasn't been a Yakuza since two, actually, since one, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, he's right. had interactions with the Yakuza, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he hasn't been a Yakuza. Usually his interactions are beating the living shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, also, it makes sense to make, to make this change. Yeah. Also, maybe it has, you know, Yakuza, the Yakuza name kind of has a few negative connotations. Yeah. Compared uh, to a lot of I, 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 I don't think that's really all been an issue. Probably, I maybe only in Japan it has, probably not in the Well, West. to be fair, in Japan they don't even call it that, though. That, that's yeah, what I mean. They, it's Ryo Gagotoku. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. So, they, don't even use, no, they don't even use the term Yakuza in, in game. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, they use Kokudo, which means the same thing, but it doesn't. Yeah. I suppose, I don't know. I suppose, um, I don't know why they're moving away. It might just be that narratively it's not really yeah mm. it's not really fitting anymore and um, uh, you know something else that uh, they mentioned in an interview that might be talking about a bit is that they are not convinced uh, the Akutza games would make a good fit for the Switch you know because of its kind of family friendly image um yeah I don't you know, know. I, yeah, nah. I mean, they're not that. Uh, you know, I'm just playing two, three for the first time, and it's definitely, you know, it. W- I think it would fit. You know, with the orphanage thing, it's not that. Uh, they have bayonetta yeah. on the Switch. They yeah, have I, I'm gonna Switch. say I don't think that's really the probably the real reason. I imagine the Switch would. The Switch can get a lot out of different things, but I do imagine the Switch may struggle. Yeah, especially with the with the cities that get bigger and bigger yeah. as the the games as the game as with later games. I do. Even think, the density, yeah. you know, what we always say, it's the density of the cities, and I don't think the Switch will have an yeah. easy time with that many characters on screen at the same time. I w- that's what I genuinely think. I think it's more down to that than anything else. 
I think the Switch would struggle to run run them and have them but, feeling as good as they are. Yeah. But, you know, they, there is a solution for that. I mean, so many games right now are being published on the Switch hmm. uh, via cloud. Yeah. Know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how popular... I don't know how popular these releases are, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an option, I suppose, but I, I don't I mean, think it's the fan family friendly image at all because Switch have the Switch is allowing over you know again more actiony whatever violenty games mm-hmm. on it now. I mean, isn't Doom on the Switch? It is. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I, I understand the brutal murder of everything in front of you is quite family friendly, but yeah, but they're yeah. demons. They're not real people. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's nothing I mean, to do with family friendly. They could have just released a, I don't know, no blood version of the game, maybe something. There like isn't that. that much blood. It's... Yeah. You know, uh, it's you know, you know the violence that is there. It's so over the top that it cannot be taken seriously. Yeah. I mean, when they just when they just get their shirts off in the final showdowns, that's just you know, it's like any other movie. There's, it's so stupid that it, no one probably would be. And you know, something uh, something else that came out of TGS is. Uh, uh, Sort of uh, fascination, I think, uh, with uh, late 19th century Japan because uh, Ishin, uh, you know, it's based in that era. And also, Koi Tecmo, Tecmo announced a big new game called uh, Rise of Ronin, right? Mm, yeah. And it's yeah. also set in the same era. And, uh, you know, it's basically the end of the samurai era, I think. So, you know that that era is actually pretty popular if you read, uh, if you watch anime because there's a lot of stuff. There, there's a very popular one from the late '90s. It's called Rurouni Kenshin, and it's set in that same era. Yeah. Like shortly after the shortly after the revolution, if you can call it the revolution. And, and uh, yeah, but yeah, it makes sense because uh, there are a lot of stories that can be told in that era. There's a lot of. Uh, People, uh, historical people that made history, that it makes sense. Yeah. yeah uh, also, it's interesting with uh, Ronin because it seems kind of uh, Koitexmo's uh, Assassin's Creed. I mean, uh, it's uh, open world, uh, you can parkour like. Uh, it does seem also quite a bit out of their uh, usual expertise, I think, because they haven't been making this kind of games. Uh, before, I think it's also still Team Ninja, right? So, yeah, uh, I don't think they ever made the proper open world game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. No, no, no. Even the games that could have well, been open world, like Neo, they're not. I don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors Nine. <laughs> no, that game doesn't exist. <laughs> As a fan uh, of Dynasty Warriors Nine, I'm crying inside now again. You know, I mean, not I Dynasty Warriors Nine of Dynasty Warriors. I'm crying inside because of Nine. It's so boring that open world. But Dynasty Warriors was made by Omega Force, I think. Not yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just mean as a Koei Tecmo game. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of interesting news coming out of TGS and also from Capcom, right? From Jesco. Some, uh, yeah, they finally show, showed much more Street Fighter Six, and it's looking very very good. You know, I wasn't really impressed when they revealed it because of the whole all the whole hip hop colorful thing that. Well, I know it's the Street Fighter cycle, and every time a new one gets announced, people are not happy, and then they start to warm up to it. But I think this time they're doing things, uh, they're doing things right. Even with the, they have a, oh, it's kind of open world single player mode, world tour mode, where you can create yeah. your character, and you have abilities for traversal, that kind of stuff, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, they took, think... they took an old concept they had with, with the home console release of Street Fighter Alpha 3. They had something similar, but it was just fights. You know, you could customize your character and it was just fights. This time they just blew it up. And, uh, I think we'll get a lot of new people in. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, uh, and also they announced the launch roster, right? For launch character. roster, which is pretty much what was leaked. Except four characters that are going to be DLC. And I don't think people are happy that Akuma is DLC again. DLC? In a Street Fighter game? Never. No, it's not <laughs> just that it's DLC. It's that Akuma is DLC. No, I know. Because I'm, it, I'm, I'm being it, sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, they look good, actually. All the old characters come with new stuff. Ken looks very good. Yeah. They, gave him, they finally gave him a, a decent backstory other than... I'm the U.S. martial arts champion. And, uh, yeah, I'm not really sold about the new characters, to be honest, but that's also the Street Fighter cycle, you know. You give me Blanca, I'm going to play Blanca. I don't care about the new characters. That probably, that probably comes, will come later, but it's, they, uh, you know, Street Fighter V, even before release, looked very rough. Yeah, well, it launched in a horrible state anyway, yeah. Mm. This time it doesn't look rough, even pre-release. I saw plenty of footage and it it almost looks ready. Yeah, I think it, it will come out uh, kind of early 2023 or spring. Yeah, yeah. because I, I think that it will, because I don't see them doing another Capcom Pro Tour with five uh, for the entirety of 2023. I really don't see it. And besides... But- Besides, you know, they left the game behind. There are no major updates. Characters are done, so they. But you know, it's not it's not all about Street Fighter because there was another big announcement for yeah. fighting game parts, right? Yeah, Tekken Eight. Well, it was just basically announced. We don't know. We don't know anything about it, but it looked it looked good as well. That one and. Uh, yeah, they're using was... your. Unreal Engine 5. I did use Unreal Engine 5, which is, I, I think it's the first fighting game with Unreal Engine 5. So it will be interesting to see, because I don't, I, I don't know if you people know, but Unreal Engine 4 had some input delay issues uh-huh. with, with games. I, it, they were big with Street Fighter 5. They just fi- they fixed it like three years after the game released, and it was <laughs> a major issue. So yeah, we wanted to see now if if we'll get the same thing or not. It's the hmm. first one because Street Fighter 6 is with the Resident Evil engine, so we already have a decent idea on how 
input delay works on those type of, uh, on the yeah. on games with that engine. So we can, we already know. I say I would imagine they've fixed all that by now. Mm, yeah, we will see because it's a new engine. So we will yeah, have to see. yeah. But what I mean is they'll have learned from the old engine. Mm. We'll have to see how it handles fighting games, but as far um, as looks go, it looked good. Uh, yeah, and, and also it's just for uh, PC and next gen, so no old gen. Yeah, finally, yeah, finally. It's really it's time we it's time we move on. But there's another Capcom game that's doing the opposite. That's the Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah, it's been announced for. Uh, I think I don't remember if it's just PlayStation 4 or next on Xbox One uh, too. I think it's just PlayStation 4. Just PlayStation 4, yeah. So it's. Uh, which, which kind of makes a bit sense because the PS4 was always a bit more powerful than Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> but, so maybe that's why. And also, of course, it's much more popular. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still think they're, they're seeing the next gen numbers and the current, I mean, the current gen numbers and the old gen numbers. And they say an exclusive, an next gen exclusive still doesn't make too much sense right now. I mean, next year in 2023. When it comes to for regarding sales, yeah. Uh, well, supposedly the next gen supply should improve mm. in the last few months of the year. So yeah. that's what yeah. everyone has been saying. You uh, would think so. Uh, and let's see what else was there at uh, TGS. Uh, well, 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 there was one thing that I'm personally happy about. But Konami are dicks. It's that Suikoden is coming back with the remasters of the first and the second, which and I never thought. I never thought it would happen. Now, did I not say this in one of our little yeah. group chats? Did I yeah, not say did. this? Yeah, you did, but you were joking. I, I may have been joking, but it was there in the head. It was still there. Yeah. I somehow yeah. knew. My brain was just like. You know, the funny Global thing franchise is, like, that the people love, blah, 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 it's going to be fucking Suikoden. You know, the Something funny thing is... Something that I've been asking for for years. The funny thing is that they announced it right when uh, one of the series creators was showing a Yudan Chronicles. Of which is pretty did. much the new Suikoden, yeah. Yeah, that of was course a dick. That was, that was a dick move. I, but, I, you know, I at least it's remastered... No, I'm not. Like, like I said, when Kojima will show Death Stranding to Konami, will uh, will announce the Metal Gear Solid remake reboot, whatever they have, uh, whatever they have in the world. It'll be Metal what? Gear Solid Six they announce, made by I don't fucking know. Um, I, uh, I hope not. I guess, I guess it's basically like uh, the Callisto Protocol and Dead Space remake yeah. launching within one month of each other. So that's yeah. Weird, I am but... not surprised. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, like I was saying, we got quite a few demos from the TGS games, especially Valkyrie Elysium. And uh, Wolong, that was a big surprise. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, it, it plays very good, but I leave the judgment to Francesco, who is more acquainted with the genre. You know, um... I was I, I had to play through it like two three times to get used to the new mechanics because I was expecting something uh, 
closer to Neo, but it's actually closer to Stranger of Paradise. It's Stranger of Paradise mixed with uh, Sekiro from, from software. Because it has a big emphasis on Paris. Big, big, big. And, you know, I'm a, uh, the vertic- uh, you, now you can jump and uh, the stage will play, the stage of the demo is, there's a lot, actually a lot of stuff to discover by jumping around. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, I did not like is that combat by itself is much simplified over Neo. You, you don't have combo strings, you just have a, a short for it light combo and then you have a heavier attack, I think it's called spirit attack, that it's used to deplete the spirit gauge of the enemy so that you can leave them uh, staggered for uh, a few seconds and deal heavy damage. It's, it's yeah. a good game. I really, uh, I, uh, the more I played it, the more I got used to it, I really like, I started enjoying it more. But I think it's going to be a very divisive game if they don't change the parry window because it's very, very strict. It's difficult yeah, the, to pull it off. The parry window is, yeah, it's strict, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, like you said, maybe as a whole, the game is a bit uh, more accessible. Well, easier maybe even than yeah. Neo. Uh, yeah, I mean, more yeah. I mean, yeah, I just uh, used. Uh, I mean, the game seems to be very, at least in the demo, it gives you a lot of tiger seals, which are used mm. to basically summon help yeah. uh, either in the way of players or uh, NPCs. So I just uh, kept uh, <laughs> summoning that uh, NPC. And it was a big help because basically the attention of the enemies was split now. You know, they weren't all focused on me. So even I, that generally don't do very well with, with this kind of games, I managed to, mm. to get to the end of the demo. Yeah, so. you know, you know I, I think it was like this for the Neo 2 demo. It, we're probably playing something that's not exactly in the early game. So um, there were a couple of enemies that I think were too difficult, like the, those tigers, and then there was that flying enemy. The, those yeah. were difficult. The boss was much easier than these enemies, the, the main boss. It was... I mean, the first phase was very easy. The second one, you needed to start parrying attacks, but it was more manageable. Those, those regular enemies were a little more difficult. So it's probably a, probably a mid, mid-game... Stage definitely not early game, and also, Neo Two. In the Neo Two demo, we had the, like I think it was a late game area, and the boss was difficult because you know you didn't you didn't have everything, you were just not used to the new mechanics and stuff like that. So and also, probably... uh, the game looks a lot better than Stranger of Paradise, so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, 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 much, much, much better. You know, it still has. Well, it's PlayStation 5, so it's to be expected, and it's still in development. But it even ran decently well already. Stranger of Paradise ran like shit in the first demo. It's, it, run, it still runs like shit in the final game. But yeah. that's, a, that's a different story. Yeah, I don't really know what happened with that game in terms of engine or tech. But I, I don't know, really. I really. It's still not entirely fixed, because I played it for the... DLC last uh, last month. Or was this this month? I don't remember. But it was a few weeks ago. And I still had technical issues. Well, DLSS made it a bit better, but not everyone has a 
can use DLSS on PC. So it's a band aid. It's a band aid to fix. Chris can't. We know that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Every okay. game looks fine to me. All the games look fine to me. I don't need tray racing and shit like that. Yeah, a game needs to play better than it looks. Yeah, but the LSS makes them play better if you have a high refresh rate monitor. Yeah. So that doesn't mean they play better. That doesn't improve gameplay. It does. No, if it's a game smoother. plays shit, it plays shit. That's like, it, I don't care. Do I don't smoother. care. I don't care how much DLS does DLSS works for a game. It will not make Ride to Hell Retribution a good game. <laughs> you know, if it's shit, it will be smoother shit. If it's good, yeah, it will be smoother. Uh, At least you can see those things move. Yeah. Like yeah we, we all we we all like to watch shit go quicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, okay. So what else do we got? Uh, Nothing really. Um, could be a short one today. I mean, uh, we've covered everything. That I'm aware of. Uh, yeah, well, not real. Well, there would be some release dates announcement, but yeah. Yeah. Small stuff. yeah. The, ga- we, the games are coming when the games come. They'll probably all be yeah. delayed anyway. Well, well I, you, know, I, you know, the funny thing is that Square Enix is continuing to announce games and releasing them this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the. Square Enix, this is what I was thinking quite recently. Square Enix have turned into Ubisoft of the past, where Ubisoft yeah. would, where Ubisoft would just randomly release Playboy Mansion or something like that, and now Square Enix are just re- releasing anything. Yeah, and I mean, There's I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with that. Um, it's nice to see companies actually releasing different things. Um, yeah. And, and I suppose the thing with Square Enix is, well, what is it that the the iOS game Various Day Life that was released like five days ago um, on the PC? Um, yeah, well, it wasn't very well received so far, at least I, from the reviews. I don't know to be honest. It's just like I know that's again. Then then they re- then obviously released earlier this year games like Power Wash Simulator, which. Has been yeah. incredibly well received. Yeah. Um, and then God knows, I, I don't even know what one of their recent games are. The Voice of Cards. I just yeah. look at it and I think I don't know what it is. So fair enough. And yeah, it's then, a role-playing game played only with cards and narration. Okay. I mean, actually, you know, it's it, actually it's, the, the third one in that series. Is it? It's the third one. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, and then earlier this year they released that live-action whatnot game, Centennial Case. They're just releasing weird things all the time, and I've got no problem with that. One one day, one of the games is going to hit, you know, do well, and and that I think that's that's what video games are missing at the moment. People just releasing. Random small, smaller budgets, random games, and one day, what you know, even if they generate a small amount of money, a profit, that's a good thing, and then one of them may hit just 
be a hit. Um, again, proof of that Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Um, let's face facts. It's like they clearly didn't expect that to be the as big of a hit as it is or was, and enough to get the sequel. And it was such a massive hit that it's worked out for them, and they need to keep doing that. And they're going to keep doing that because they have at least two games a month. Well, one. Yeah. It's not only that. It ha- it's happened. It's happened before with Square Enix, and I can't yeah. remember which. There was another. It was in the, in the PlayStation on. era, the first PlayStation era. They no, were I thought it was different. So many no. different things. Yeah, I'm not thinking of that. Where um, they released a different. I can't remember. It was on the 3DS, I think. They released a. They were going through, and all they were doing is the Western, you know, your Tomb Raiders and things like that, where they were expecting too many high things. And then they released a traditional JRPG that yeah, sold I like mad. Yeah, it was the Final Fantasy spin off. I just can't remember which one it was, but they released I a tradition. It was, uh, it, I think it's it's by the team that made that, uh, then made Bravo Default, and then. Uh... Octopath. That's I don't just seven. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Warriors look, uh, of Light. I think. It's not Crystal Chronicles, right? No, no. It no, no. Uh, it was an action. That was an action. Uh, I just remember. Well, oh, was it? Was it Bravely Default? Bravely Default came after. It's the Warriors of Light. Because Bravely Default was on the 3DS. No, uh, I just. I can't remember. I just think. I just remember one. Uh, a traditional, yeah, a traditional JRPG, um, and I, I, I'm sure it wasn't in the Final Fantasy series because it was just a random traditional JRPG that they released and just threw out there, and it sold like mad, and they were just like, oh, this has done good. We're going to have to pivot back to JRPGs. It's like, you should have never gone away from them, you silly bastards. That's sort of the whole thing what you do. Yeah. I remember a game for uh, the PS2 called The Bouncer. Did oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, that was a disaster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was right. I was right. I just um googled um an old Eurogamer right at the top of my Google search which was Bravely Default Sales Surprise Square Enix. And yeah. Yeah, the headline, Surprise Bravely Default Success Spark Square Enix Rethink, uh, where essentially they just um, they just decided um, they focus too much on global things rather than focusing on what they're good at. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. You're a company that everybody knows for JRPGs. Well, to be honest, since then, they, they started doing better. Yeah, well, they, they've had they've had big hit, they've had misses as well. They've, yeah. I think that's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if that's why they've sold the western side. Why they did sell the western side? It's like, uh, we're doing really, 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 really shit at western games again. Well, Even though they weren't uh, well, doing shit, they were still making money. But yeah, you know, it's, I think they had some unreasonable expectations and. You know they managed to mess up. I think what's the most one of the most popular properties. Yeah. That's the Avengers. If you manage to mess that up, you probably need to let it go. Uh, to be yeah. fair, 
it, it tends to be a running theme of Japanese companies where they 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 try to westernize certain things then and they have too many unrealistic expectations. I mean, Capcom's a perfect example where mm. with Devil May Cry where where three had done uh, where three did well and four you know it sold roughly the same amount so then they thought oh um we know exactly what the issue with devil may cry is people don't like it being so over the top quirky and everything else Uh, let's go get a western developer to make dmc devil may cry which wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't the yeah. Devil May Cry that people wanted, so it yeah. didn't sell as well as. It was a horrible Devil May Cry. The, essentially, they they expected like four million sales within the first yeah. fiscal year, and they got less. Yeah, they didn't even hit the Devil May Cry three sales within just, the first year. You know, just uh, you know, going back to Square Enix. Uh, one one name will suffice. I mean, Tomb Raider. They basically—I uh, don't remember which one—but they were like, uh, it sold four million copies. That's not enough, or something like that. <laughs> there was yeah. So Tomb Raider sold four million copies. That wasn't enough. Sleeping Dogs yeah. sold over two million copies. That wasn't enough. Hitman 3 sold... No, not Hitman 3. Hitman, or whichever one they did, they published. The Hitman game, they, they you know, they sold millions of copies. It wasn't enough. Um, uh, the, the Just Cause as well. Just Cause. Millions of copies wasn't enough. It's like, your expectations are too high. Be more... I don't know. Just be more normal. Be more reasonable. I, 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 I suppose be more Capcom. Because Capcom have realised how much they fucked up, and then look at the games that look at the games. Well, yeah. Monster Capcom Hunter. needed Capcom needed an entire console generation to understand this. Capcom, yeah, yeah I mean they massively fucked up with your know, Dead Risings and everything else, and yeah, they westernised too much. Devil May Cry, Dead Rising. Resident Evil six. Yeah, Resident Evil again. But to be fair, Resident Evil's been in a in a cycle for time immemorial now. They make a decent game, they make shit, they make another shit game. Then they rethink and make a decent game. To be honest, they broke the cycle now. Because we got Well, rest the Resident Evil 2 remake doesn't really count. It's not a bad game, it's just that it's not a remake that should have been. But seven and eight are good. And uh, Resident Evil 2 remake is good. I we think don't know about the, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, but the only, it looks good. The only real failures are uh, five and six. Uh, you, know, was a, you, know, you know, fun was a decent game. It's just that it wasn't very Resident Evil. Resident Evil thinking, six is a, is a the thing is, you're looking game. at just mainline games where they still expect things like Resident Evil. What's that co-op shooter shit one? Yeah, Raccoon so City, spin-offs. Raccoon City mm. thing, Operation Raccoon. I don't. Yeah, the the shooter one, which uh, but a lot of the spin-offs have been crap. Yeah, and they do expect yeah. them to do well as well. Uh, that's the problem. Is they they keep fucking up, but they yeah. Hopefully they broke the cycle, but yeah, I well. wouldn't hold my breath on it. <laughs> you know, you know, Capcom has been doing great. I can't think of a bad game they released since Resident yeah. Evil Seven. 
I don't. I don't. I, think they I, I suppose yeah, that's the weird thing. I think they've realised that, but you get they get too cocky sometimes. Yeah, um, true. They, I mean, the worrying it's thing like... is because Monster Hunter did so well during COVID. Are they now going to expect every Monster Hunter to do that well? It probably like, will because uh... it's more popular than ever. So oh no, it is. Will. But eventually, if they don't. Keep yeah. it. They, everything dips eventually. Even Call yeah. of Duty, which was undeniably the most popular video game franchise in the world, um, yeah. you know that's yeah. that's dipped on sales. It's still monstrous oh. sales wise, but it's still dipped. Well, yeah, of course you can't expect that it will rise indefinitely or grow indefinitely. But the that's problem is, companies do expect that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, yeah, it's also kind of the Sony or Xbox issue, PlayStation Xbox issue, where basically they fuck up one generation because they become arrogant and then they, you know, gain back the next generation and then it starts again. And now Sony is kind of uh, back at its arrogant self kind Mm -hmm. of again. You know, especially when it, it tells Microsoft that, uh, you know, acquiring acquisition, Activision is uh, so bad for gamers. Uh, but, you know, they, they do acquisitions of their own. So it's not. Uh... Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Just one of those things. It's just a case of we'll see what happens. I, I, yeah. I just think every company seems to be missing the just missing the problem is and it always will be the executives have no clue what happens in the games industry they've no clue what people want what how we just they've no clue that everything's run on the simple algorithms like if this was popular then the same thing must be popular again doesn't always work and there are diminishing returns eventually people do get fed up and especially things are overdone We've seen. I mean, we saw. We saw literally Activision Blizzard by themselves kill the music game genre. They managed to pump out that much that they murdered the the home, you know, yeah. rock band, guitar hero, DJ hero, whatever genre yeah, by yeah. themselves. Um, oh. They managed to murder skateboarding games <laughs> by themselves, well, and they did a peripheral one of that too. They're coming back. Yeah, little. yeah, but that's the way it works. It like, you know, people keep doing the and same thing yeah. and keep doing it, it's, keep yeah. kill it, and then it takes time for people want these things, but they don't want it overdone. And again, Call of Duty every single year has led to diminishing returns. It's still massive returns because of the name, but still diminishing. Um, oh, yeah. I suppose Since this is what, you know, yeah. Since you mentioned Call of Duty, uh, I should like to say that uh, there is the Modern Warfare 2 beta right now on PlayStation. Uh, if you pre-ordered the game, and uh, you know, I've been playing it. it. Honestly, it's it's really good. You know, uh, I think uh, Infinity Ward, uh, as always, it's really the best feeling uh, uh, when playing a Call of Duty game because they absolutely mm-hmm. nailed the gameplay feeling of the weapons they have kick they have uh, you know proper recoil and you know this year they've also 
introduced quite a few new features uh, when it comes to movement, uh, etc. that will also be in Wordzone 2 when it launches in, uh, on November 16. So, you know, personally, I'm really enjoying the beta, and I think uh, uh, between Modern Warfare 2 and uh, Wordzone 2.0, it, it will be quite a, a bit on the rise again. Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's a weird one. I mean, I I remember reviewing Black Ops Cold War, and you know that's the first COD I'd played in quite a while, and it's more the fact that, well, I to be fair, I've had a long, I've I've had a boycott of Activision Blizzard games for that long now. It since Diablo three, I bought Diablo three, and I've never bought a single game from them since. Um, The only way I play them is if I'm reviewing them. Um, and I'll still be fair to him. Black Ops Cold War was good. Uh, it's just a case. I don't know. It's it's just weird the fact that they're treading old ground for me. I mean, I I loved Call of Duty Modern Warfare when it first came out. I'm talking about the original, not the. Is yeah, it a yeah. remake? Is it a reboot? Is it a reimagining? Is it a revamp of the revamp of the reimagined of the redo? I don't yeah, fucking know how they're doing it all anymore. Not technically a remake. It's just, uh, yeah, maybe like you said, reimagining or whatever. But yeah. uh, you know, the the gist of it is that uh, it's good. And also, interestingly, they have uh, they have announced quite a few uh, new modes, including apparently post-launch they will be releasing uh, a Call of Duty the analog of raids. So basically, mm. there will be three players that uh, you know fight in a cooperative environment against AI. They have a puzzle to solve. So I guess this will be basically Call of Duty's equivalent of a Destiny 2 strike or dungeon, yeah. something like that. So it will be interesting to see how they how they fit this into the Call of Duty IP. And uh, you know, it does seem like they want to. To have everything for, uh, you know, any any shooter fan, and they have the campaign, they have the battle royale. They've also announced they will be basically adding a mod DMZ, which is modeled after uh, you know Escape from Tarkov or Ant. So now even raids, cooperative PVE. So that there's a lot for everyone, I think, and uh, it should be fun. We'll see. It's not long out now. Yeah. Well, I suppose. There we go. Well, you've been... Obviously, we know what you've been playing now, a bit of Call of Duty. Um, I mean, I can talk about it because, weirdly enough, the review can go live tomorrow. I need to finish the the game and then write the review. Um, Yeah, so the review's going to go live when Queenie's funeral's on. Um... Uh, I've been playing Diofield Chronicle, not Chronicles, which I keep getting wrong. Um, uh, uh, yet another Square Enix game linked into what we've been talking about. Um, it's all right. It's all right. Um, the gameplay itself, it's the you know, it plays well enough. It does. It plays well enough, but. Uh, it's just a bit stale. 
That's the bet. That I don't know. It, it's average. It, it's mediocre. It's it's boilerplate. It's it's got a few interesting ideas. It links. Um, to me, it feels like a mixture of your Final Fantasy Tactics and Bladestorm, the old Koei Tecmo, you know, live tactical. Ta- real-time tactics game where you control a mercenary unit. It it obviously it's got the whole overlook of the tactics Final Fantasy Tactics style game where you just see one character to represent a unit of what. Uh, but the Bladestorm thing comes into the fact that it's real-time tactics. You're controlling, you're not controlling directly. You're just telling them where to move. But it's just the use of certain abilities that made me think of that, like charging through and charging through enemies. You, you know, using a horsey yeah. boot. Or whatever things can, like that. It's um, you can stun enemies. I think. Yeah, well. you can stun yeah. enemies. You can set. You can. It's it's got the magical side of things where you can use. You know, you can level up one of the um a meteor storm meteor shower thing, which eventually has a burning effect on the ground. Uh, if you've leveled it up enough, there's. It's got the usual. It's got the RPG style upgrades with a bit of a tactical thing, and it plays well enough. Um, the issue is that so many missions later on devolve into you've just killed this wave of ten nine enemies. Now kill this wave of nine stronger enemies. You've just killed this wave of nine stronger enemies. Kill this wave of nine more enemies. Oh my god, you've just killed this wave of nine enemies. Fight this wave of three enemies plus a boss enemy. You have won the mission. Well done. And now the next mission will contain five waves instead of four. It's it's a bit dull. It's repetitive. Yeah, yeah. That it's not bad, but it, I, I have found that, especially yesterday, and I, I must have played about ten hours straight, which for any game isn't bad. I played at least ten hours of it yesterday, and that's a good thing for any game. But by the end of it, especially last night, I'm looking at it like this. I'm going, "Oh my fucking god, just do something different." <laughs> Even if it were a, a different sort of enemy, I'm fed up. It's too many enemies are just the same, and I suppose that's the issue when it's set in when it's set in an island that's being invaded and obviously you're going to be facing off with the things that are invading you. So in other words, you're fighting soldiers, bigger soldiers, horsey soldiers, bigger horsey soldiers, and dragon rider soldiers. Well, yeah. And then bigger uh, dragon rider soldiers with archers. You're forgetting uh, yeah. about the undead. You don't see many of them, to be fair. I've really? not seen... No, no, no. Um... Oh, that's a spoiler. You see some, okay. but not that many. And there's a mm. plot reason behind it, which I'm not going yeah. to go into because it's a spoiler. Yeah. But, uh, and as for the plot, on? it's boring. Ah, it, okay. it comes across yeah, okay. too much like a... It comes across too much like a documentary. There's... It, it, the, I mean, if you played the demo, you'll see, you'll know what it's like where... A cutscene will come up, and it's one of those drawn cutscenes, you know, just to save money. And there'll just be a narrator there going, "And this is what happened then." And then the mercenary group went to the west to flip flap mines, and they beat the group at flip flap mines. Then they went to the east and went to the river of Anduin. 
and I it's it's stale and even the cutscenes where it tries to add personality with the characters you've got it's I, <laughs> it introduces characters and I'm like and it's like well we know you don't like to talk much I'm like do, does she not like to talk much I've never fucking met her before or two, uh, or there'll be a female character who's saying, who's teasing the you, the main guy who I can't remember his name, so I'm just going to call him Alan. So there's a female character teasing Alan, and I can't remember the female names. She's got a weird name. Um, and she's like, and we're two, we're just so alike. I'm like, are you both so alike? I don't know what any of you are like. <laughs> none, none of you have personalities. It feels like they've. It does feel like the developers have got something there. They they know what they they've got this story and all the personalities in their head, but they forgot to tell yeah. us or represent to us what the personalities are. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I do think I do think with all these Square Enix games, they may have stretched themselves. Uh, a bit too thin in that you know some of these titles uh, haven't had the proper budget of time to be fully developed i honestly don't think that's the main issue i don't think even that's even the case i do think that what's happened is square enix have gone to shows like uh, gdc or gamescom or tgs and there's these developers that are working on their own games and square enix have gone we'll publish that We'll offer you a bit of support and we'll publish it. And I do think that the budgets and everything, I they, that's what it comes across as to me. These are like smaller studios that are making their games and Square Enix have just gone, yeah, we'll publish this. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, how else do you explain Power Wash Simulator? Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably their most successful recent game. <laughs> But anyway, but, you know, we're, we're, we're nearly yeah, at the one-hour yeah. mark, so let's uh, we need to wrap yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, the the Diffield Chronicle is being co-developed with uh, Lancars, which is the studio behind Detrian Odyssey. So yeah, that's there. I thought Lancars were the core developers, and Square were supporting. I thought it was bad. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but, either way. Yeah, uh, I think that's everything for today. And uh, see you next week with a boatload of acquisitions. For oh, no! oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Unless up. there's some more leaks. Right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. See you all next time. Enjoy Bye. all. Bye.